0: I I can touch my own protruding bone and as I'm doing right now. Welcome to Dad's Being Dads, episode one hundred and fifty two. My name's Jason Fitzgerald. With me tonight's Randy James. We've been gone for a week. How have you been, Randy? Terrific. Never better. <coughs> That's a bald faced lie if ever I heard one. You, you okay over there? You sick? I had a cough. I told you I forgot a drink. But mm. uh, why you got to lie to us? Why are you lying to the listeners?
1: I'm not lying. I feel great. Things are great. All right. <laughs> never, never better. <sighs> These are all lies. It's all in the past. This is a lie. <sighs> so come I clean. Come, I clean. come clean. Come there's clean. There's some dad kid related things to discuss around this. Which of course. I
0: mean, it's a momentous. In the for our listeners in the two weeks since we've been back. Now, we intended mm-hmm. to take last week off because it's uh, a spring break here. Uh, or, or winter was to vacation. supposed to be
1: on a trip. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, since the last two weeks, Randy has had surgery unexpectedly. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, well, it's not usually expected unless it's elective. Right? I had, I had breast augmentation. Oh, nose jump. I said if you got <laughs> breast <laughs> Uh I'm, I'm not ready.
0: I'm not I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready to do Dads being dads with Randafina James. <laughs> okay. We will um, have to retool the show.
1: Yeah, so I managed to on what should have been a casual ski outing to um be a little bit too aggressive, we'll say, a little bit too excited about the fresh snow that was falling. Gotta adjust my microphone here a little. Yeah. And, um, fell down, which isn't unusual, fall down a lot, fell down in exactly the wrong way and shattered my collarbone. Shattered? Was that, was the, uh, well, you know, it's a lot of people break their collarbone and it's typically, um, I don't know, pretty mundane. You know, they don't do anything about it. They might set it and then it grows, you know, just kind of reconnects and it's no big deal. So I say shatter to be a little bit dramatic because it's kind of what the doctor said, and it's the only. It was the, the situation where they they want to do they want to they want to operate and they want to put it back together. So we did that. Sounds, it's been a week. Sounds terrible. Yeah. Well, the real problem was <laughs> you know. So this was on a Wednesday. Yeah. And that Saturday we were scheduled to leave on our family. Yeah break our vac- our ski vacation with the family for the school break and I felt bad you know I was like oh man I ruined I ruined the trip that's right? the real
0: bummer of the whole thing right
1: yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know I, I wasn't so much down on myself like oh this is this stinks for me I, I felt bad for my family and I, I said I said look this is what I think we should do um you you guys should go we have this this house rented. You know, I can send my parents with you or something, go on the ski trip, have some fun. I I need, you know, this is better for me to be home alone anyway. I don't need the kids punching me in the shoulder for a week. Um, and I, in in hindsight, I think it worked out well. So we scheduled, I had the, it happened on a Wednesday. We scheduled the surgery for the following Tuesday, which yes, is extraordinarily strange, but apparently this is the way doctoring things work. That I got to walk around for a week with a bone sticking out of my shoulder And not um, literally, it wasn't a
0: compound,
1: (laughs) yeah. It it wasn't a it wasn't a compound, yeah. If it had broken the skin, they would have it was trying to, it was was pushing really hard to get through the skin, yeah. Um, had surgery Tuesday, family came back Friday, and now today is Tuesday again. So it's been just under two weeks from incident to so the, the 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 crash was a day after we recorded, and then. Surgery was the day we would have recorded, and here we are again today. And I I feel good. The surgery, I think, went really well, and I had enough time to recover with my family away. (laughs) Yeah, which is crazy (laughs) that you sent your family away. Yeah, yeah. This is the interesting part about dads and kids and whatnot. So as I, you know, I'm talking to people, I think, the day of. I I don't remember who exactly, but they're like, oh, so you're going to go to the ER? I'm like, yeah, I'll go to the ER. get it checked out and I, and I talk to people the next day they go oh did your you know your wife and come pick you up at the er i'm like uh no <laughs> they're like what do you what do you mean why not I'm like it's night time like the kids got to be in bed like it's you know i had a friend of mine get me like i got kids <laughs> what do you want to do they're gonna just be up till 10 p.m just so i can they can stare at me in the er it doesn't make any sense like sometimes there's you make some exceptions here, yeah. And then sending them away, people were a bit flabbergasted about. Oh, don't you need help? I mean, no, I don't. I don't. That's not the help I need. I, I'm going to stare at a wall for days on end.
0: Oh, I wasn't flabbergasted. I, uh, if I was your wife, would have done the same thing.
1: Uh yeah, yeah. It was it was best for both of us, you know. I, I but I do encourage them, right? Because if it was flipped and I was the one going away, yeah. I'd I'd feel bad. I'd be like, "No, nah, that's terrible. I can't just leave you here." Right, right. I'd have to. I mean, I want to, you know, get stuff, help you do the things you need, and then, but not have the kids drive you nuts. So it's a mixed bag. So yeah, I pushed them. I said, "No, absolutely go. I'm, I'll be totally fine. All I'm going to do is eat and sleep and watch some bad TV and just rest and try to recover. And when you get back, uh, hopefully I'll be." Better enough, or I won't be screaming at all of you uh, for no reason. Yeah. Well, I, I t- my real concern was that
0: you would just spend the whole week just staring at your phone and Facebook and news <laughs> and politics, and I was just going to want to kill you when you got. <laughs> that was your concern. To <laughs> so I had to check in on you on Monday, I and, did. Uh, I, did a, I did some of that, sure. yeah, and, and, and and cue up your intro because uh, you convinced Tali to touch your protruding bone, but I wouldn't touch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't actually, you didn't touch it? No. No, I wasn't mm. about to touch your bone.
1: <laughs> Why not? I uh, yeah, yeah. me forced, I forced, forced your wife to, to touch my bone.
0: Um, Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, man. It's a little,
1: it was, I, I
0: could see your <laughs> protruding bone from where I was across the room. I didn't need to. Yeah, you could um, almost
1: get your fingers under it. Ah! It, was, it was sharp on the end and everything and. There's a yeah. couple of them sticking out. You
0: know, the, the fun part about this whole thing is two years ago, and this is a little backstory for it. Two years yeah. ago on the same
1: ski trip. Same, same ski
0: trip. Yeah. I, uh, I crashed snowboarding and I separated my shoulder. Right. Uh, so my clavicle or my collarbone isn't, uh, entirely attached on the edge of my, but mine was on my, uh, my weak side, not my dominant. Left, my, left I'm right handed. Yeah. It was on my left shoulder. Um, so, but you can, mine, mine isn't all the way attached there and you can see it. So I, I, I can touch my own protruding bone mm-hmm. and as I'm doing right now. Uh, yeah. So it, mine will never be any better than it is now.
1: No. Cause you did. They didn't do anything for you. You left it. And it just heals. So
0: they yeah, they, op- they offered to, uh, I could have had surgery. They said it really won't be, uh, like that much stronger. Um, right. or I'm not really sure. No, no, no. He said it, it would have been stronger. But there are other other uh, complications. Like uh, you will have, ba- I basically would have had arthritis, right? Because I, I don't really understand why. But and uh, and if it was my dominant arm, or if I was a pitcher, or if I did a lot of like um, heavy lifting or anything, then they might have said. But otherwise, just right. you just have to
1: do. Uh, so the, PT the moral and stuff. of the story is: don't hurt yourself. Or so much because yeah. it's it's not magic. I I feel pretty lucky that it was a collarbone and it wasn't something else because it your collarbone doesn't do a whole lot. Yeah, it's just kind of a supporting thing. But there's it's not a joint, so yeah. that's nice. Um, I, I so I know of three people. Yeah,
0: that broke their collarbone in the last two weeks. Three people
1: in the last two weeks. Yeah, two
0: ski two skiing and one roughhousing. So, yeah. <laughs> it's a very common
1: thing. Yours was the
0: actual oldest. Another kid in my neighborhood who was a college kid. I don't know exactly. I think he was skiing. I'm not 100% sure he was. And then my son's friend broke his collarbone rough house with his dad. So, yeah, oh, all geez. three. And, and, with you his know. dad.
1: Oh, man. That's a lot of guilt.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. I haven't actually. But, uh, yeah, so... Well, I'm glad that you're still with us. In yeah. uh, you know, you look a lot better than when I did see you. You looked a little pale, and but like I said, you look a lot more vibrant now that you're. Well, when s- I saw you, together. I saw you pre-surgery, right? Right. Yeah, it was
1: Monday, and uh, you know that was that was a lot to bear with the with yeah right because you touched touch the bone, yeah, 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 the bone. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was painful. I mean, leaving it like that would have been uh, unpleasant for yeah. a long time, forever. It's kind yeah. of gross. So I, I I'm I'm very pleased with the way the surgery turned out. And so with my kids, right, this was very entertaining for me, you know. I, I'm convalescing, basically moving slowly, trying to just be very deliberate about things. And I had I had this bandage on huge huge, this huge padded thing covering like my whole shoulder it was nuts, like a big football pad. Um for about four days, I think on Tuesday to Friday or whatever. And after so after my family came home I was like, man, I got I got to change this bandage, but I don't know if they want me to change it. I didn't really get clear instructions from the doctor. And now it's Friday night. So I said, "All right, I talked to a nurse friend of mine and they said, "Yeah, yeah, it's it's been 4 days. Go ahead and change it. You know, clean up around there, but just try not to get everything all wet." I'm like, "Okay." So I carefully took the bandage off to make sure nothing uh, tore because it's a pretty, hmm. pretty big incision. Yeah, and uh, sort of funny aside. So I got you know I took a look at the cut. I was like, wow, look at this thing. That's got to be like that's got to be like ten inches, <laughs> right? And so my wife measured it. Turns out it's actually like five and a half. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so. No <laughs> so So I showed my kids. So my kid I take this bandage off. My kids are looking at me like I am the elephant man. They do not wanna see this thing. Like it's just grossing them out. And I'm walking around the house without my shirt on because I'm just like giving it some air. It just feels nice not having this tape on. And I was gonna put the other bandage on later and my son, I'm sitting in the living room, just kind of staring at the ceiling. And my son walks in the living room dangling my shirt from his fingertips with his eyes averted. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? He said, can you put this back on? <laughs> like, it's kind of rude, buddy. And then so I, and later that night, I made him watch the uh, YouTube video of the actual surgery done on someone else. Uh, yeah, but. yeah. This is the same kid that's afraid of a picture of a guy with long fingernails? That's correct. The hand-drawn picture of a mm-hmm. cartoon? Same kid. And you know, he did really well. Uh, uh, I mean, it wasn't like, I wasn't like jam you know, angry, making him forcing him watch it. We talked through it. I said, "Look, I want I want to watch this with you. It's it's going to be a little gross in the beginning, especially where they where they when they cut, right? Cuz they show that part. If they if they skipped the cutting part, I think I'd be better off, right? But when they actually <laughs> they go through everything and you get to watch the dude be sliced open, it's pretty nasty."
0: Oh, man, yeah. See, this is a, I I getting queasy. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but, yeah, you get to see the bone pieces. We don't get, okay, fine. I don't make anybody barf in their car. Yeah. But uh, he watched it, and and I explained, you know, um, how this is, this is basically an important job they do. They're It looks like they're hurting, but they're really helping, and it's kind of a weird difference between these two. They're being mm-hmm. very deliberate and careful, and there's a goal here to get this all put back together, but then the person still has to do all the healing, uh, but they, they get them set off in the right direction, so. Uh, you know, if you ever want your kids to be doctors, they're going to see this stuff eventually. So. Yep,
0: they are. And the funny thing is, like, I've been in situations where people have been injured or cut, and I never get that way. Like, I never – I'm never queasy about it in yeah. w- in real life. When they sit here and talk about it, I will get queasy about it. I don't know why.
1: Uh, but that's after the fact. Like, after it's already happened, I think watching someone actually cut someone to pieces is is uh, disturbing. <laughs> Yeah, you know, they're they're going after it. Yeah, you watch like a knee replacement surgery; it's it's pretty nasty. Mm. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I got a cool I got a cool metal plate holding my bones is together. It titanium or is it? I have no idea. I'm guessing it's titanium. I, I haven't I haven't had enough conversations with the doctors to know. <laughs> I think they're done with me at this point. Oh, yeah. They've buttoned me up and kicked me out the door, and they don't want to speak to me ever again. So, I, after my follow up, I'll get a second cool X ray. And um, hopefully we'll see the plate and hear about whether or not it's going to rust on the inside of my body. I'm assuming it's titanium.
0: Yeah, it's it's either titanium or stainless. It's not. (laughs) (laughs)
1: It's just, it's lead.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, lead would probably kill you. It's copper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Copper, I think, would also make you sick.
1: (laughs) Next metal, please. Uh, But it's doing great. I got a lot of motion... Man, and for only—it's crazy. I'm pretty impressed with what's uh,
0: what they did. Yeah, well, you're healing. That's good. Glad. Mm-hmm. That. All right, let's uh, let's move on. Um, yeah. We have a couple of mails here. Do you want to get into the mail? Yeah, be my guest. Yeah. So, uh, we'll start with uh, Michael Richters. And uh, flashback a couple of weeks ago, we talked about uh, Max, and he was uh, stealing the. I haven't read the e- the emails. I, I don't like to read them in advance because it's not fair to Randy and he doesn't mm-hmm. check the mail. So it's more fun. It's more uh, real time here. Um, talking about Max who was stealing his iPod or iTouch or something and mm-hmm. uh, was sneaking it and and sort of like a... We'll, we'll have to see how that, that's... Changed, bit, of, really. bit of a game addiction. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, let's see what he says. Okay. Mike Richters, thanks for writing in again. Yes, Randy, I've got a solution to your problem of the boy who can't resist the lure of the iPod. First of all, that thing is a battery. I like Jason's idea of locking it, but it would be even more effective to let the battery drain, so that it will shut down immediately after it's turned on. Either way, render it useless to him. Second, don't hide it. Clearly, he's better at finding it than you are at hiding it. Whoo! In Instead, you should put it in a very visible spot, like a kitchen counter, where it will be obvious if it's missing. Mm Mm-hmm. You'll know right away if he takes it and he'll know too. That will make it easier for him to resist the urge to grab it. And if he's discharged and if it's discharged, you'll probably notice it's gone before he gets a chance to charge it. I've got a child who clearly has the same type of problem, though she's younger than Max. Hiding things still mostly works, but I'm thinking ahead to when it won't. And I want to make it easier for her to resist those compulsive behaviors and especially to not feel bad about herself when she fails to. Shouldn't end a sentence with a preposition. If she has to sneak into my closet to get something I hid from her, she'll definitely feel like she's doing something wrong. And also that she might get away with it. But if it's on the counter, she'll know that she'll get caught right away and she'll get more practice at resisting the temptation and hopefully get better at it. That's the idea. Anyway, Mike.
1: Wow. Uh, that's pretty insightful. I think, um, you can, well, we could go one of the extreme. I honestly don't even know where the iPod is anymore. Uh, I think we've hidden it so well we've forgotten where it is, or he's getting really good at sneaking it. Did you hit it in the, the back of the toilet? Oh, it's in the toilet tank, not even in a plastic bag. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, um We seem to have passed that stage. his Well, I mean I've talked to him a lot about it. Like he sort of knows it's a problem, right? So I think that's that's a good thing to recognize too, and not just make them yeah. feel bad about it. Like you're being awful. It's like I, I get this is tempting. You know, you want to go look at this and do whatever, play these games, and it's just, it's just not good because you're being sneaky about it and it's kind of a waste of time and you get all cranky. Screen time can be pretty terrible. Okay. He's, but he's, I don't honestly know what's changed. He's basically stopped. Uh, the, the, the major thing that I can attribute it to is, uh, perhaps a combination of us hiding it much better and, He's been playing the piano a ton. That's like his thing now. It's weird, but it's it's also got an iPad on on the piano, so he's sort of getting some screen time, so to speak. Uh, um, uh,
0: that's yeah. I don't know. That that's what I hate about the uh, no screen time rules. When because, yep, it's very different. It's not. It's something when you're doing. I mean, you're showing sheet music. Does it matter if you're looking at a screen or a piece of paper?
1: Well, one of the there's two piano apps he's been using, oh, I'm using
0: and, an app. Hmm. um, you need to take an app. No, no, you're using an app, but
1: yeah, two apps. One we we talked about a little bit. There's one by a company called Joy, Joy Tunes, and there's another one um, that we just started using called Musician, which does like piano, guitar, and ukulele lessons. I don't know, it's weird. Um, that one's pretty in depth, but it also they also dig far more into the Gamification aspect of it. Mm-hmm. So it's got, you, know, you get points for everything if you play the songs well, if you practice, if you do all this investing time. It's much more on like the Duolingo side of things, if, if anyone's used that. Um, but you also get these leaderboards, and he's become obsessed with it. He's now like, practicing songs in order to get better at them than these random other internet dorks that he just sees the name of in the list he's like now i'm ahead of that guy Ah, look and he's not beating me on this song and he'll he'll go play songs seeking out these strangers usernames that he sees in the leaderboards just to beat them like all right right." (laughs) i guess i guess that's healthy as long as you're practicing and, and mm. you know doing it correctly it's a little strange i mean I, it'd be nice if he was practicing for the sake of enjoying the, the music and, and getting right. better and i guess there's a little bit of that um what's the name of that other app musician use like y-o-u-s-i-c-i-a-n yep. yeah yeah that's a hard word to look it's, at yeah it's a strange word <laughs> <laughs> Now that I those out. are the those are the two big ones that i've seen out there joy tunes has several um yeah I think they were kind of the the innovators in the space in the beginning. You could call them, and the musician came along later. I, w- I want to say they came along later, and kind of. I think they did a bit of a better job at setting the whole thing up. So you don't think Guitar Hero was
0: the innovator here?
1: <laughs> uh, they could be. I mean, well, <laughs> no, they weren't really. You weren't really learning, learning anything no. with Guitar Hero, so finger speed maybe. <laughs> That's about the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the cool part about these apps is you, you can play a real piano. Like, you're not playing – a lot of people ask right. me this. It's like, no, they're not just pressing keys on the screen. Yeah. You play a real piano and it, it hears you. Um, so, you know, that's a huge – to me, that's a huge difference. You could – you can totally use the app with this on-screen keyboard. Don't waste your time. Like, that is the most ridiculous thing ever. It's, ne- it's not going to teach them anything because they can't feel the keys – it will never translate. You know, they're basically just going to hunt and peck with fingers watching the lights turn on or something, and it would never translate. It just isn't going to work. So, But using the iPad to listen to your instruments, whether it's guitar or piano or ukulele or whatever yeah, else these apps whatever. work with, I think is a really cool concept. Like, it's such a helpful feedback me- mechanism to tell them you're on the right track, you're not on the right track, and you, know, you hit the right note, you didn't hit the right note, you're doing the right speed, here's the background music, you can hear the beat, there's a metronome, you can slow it down, you, know, you can go into all these practice modes. It's pretty cool. I have a bunch of songs I've been practicing myself, so... Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, Mike Richter sends a postscript. The P.S. The best thing about my country, Canada. Prime Minister's... <laughs> Uh, Trudeau is his ability to fall down the stairs with a uh, funny YouTube link of, uh, him falling down the stairs
1: on purpose. <laughs> Which I
0: I don't think it's on purpose. I, I, I did turn it on with the volume on. You may have heard of some talking over here a couple minutes ago. Um, I, I don't think it's on purpose, but I have to listen to the audio. I don't, like I said, I don't think it is. Huh. And, uh, post postscript, uh, my dryer doesn't have a vent, so no need to shovel it out. Uh, the snow is gone here pretty much. Also, it came and went so quick in Canada. But, well, here where I, have, where I am, oh, I yeah, so and we and gave and our uh, annual PSA about cleaning out dryer uh, all the vents out of your. It's not just house. dryer. dryer no. yeah.
1: I guess dryer vents are they usually at ground level, but it's. Sure. Dryer vent is like the least most important one. Your heat will right. shut off. Or your uh, other appliances- Well, it's mean, uh, the game making me yawn. I know. Oh geez. I don't know what's happened. See, okay, don't let's do that? Edit okay, all right. just stand all that awful. out. Yeah. So, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, and moving along, um, Chris Newell writes in, and oh, this. Chris. Is long. Where where are we at? Um, Well, let's dig into it. (laughs) (laughs) Holy smokes. Uh, Hi, Randy and Jason. Yep, uh, I'm going to read quick. Okay, so, uh, yep, I've entered this on the contact form, but I find uh, forms annoying for long-winded emails. Mm -hmm. Forewarning, this is a long-winded email. By the way, I was hoping you would ask the question, why did Chris have to use the contact form? How about updating your contact page at Dads Being Dads? It's hard for you to, uh, it's hard for your many fans. Oh, I've scolded for our, uh, all right, you know, maybe I'll take a, I'll, maybe I'll take an action item this week to update okay. the Dads Being Dads to just do a mail to link or something. Uh, while doing that, update, about, up, <laughs> updating the About page would be nice. Also, yeah, especially Chris is no longer... part. We need longer, to yeah. check in with Chris. I was thinking about Chris and the pump mm-hmm. track and what whatever happened with that. It's probably a lot of uh, dirt laying around out there. We wow. do need
1: to check in with I Chris. I do feel bad That's about... But use. you know
0: what? We've tried to do a couple times. It just doesn't seem to be too responsive. Mm-hmm. Um, but you guys have more of history than, than, than I do. But anyway... Um, Oh, okay, and let folks know that your while your email address is dads at dads being dad dads dot com. The related website is not us. Okay, that's another thing. We do actually own that domain also. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just need to, uh, yeah, ah, uh, yeah. But writing—it's just the two of us, and this uh, is the work we put into the show. Is yeah. the night we record. If I'm gonna get into
0: all that, I'm gonna open up a Patreon, I'm gonna start asking people right. for money and <laughs> that was that was yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, last but not least <laughs> in the housekeeping topic. I think this was brought up during one of the hundred and twenty-ish episodes, and that is the opening line. This is Jason Fitzgerald with me. Randy is the only one with you and not a guest on the show. How about something? Okay. Whoa, this is dads being dads, and we are Wow. Wow.
1: Um mm-hmm. I mean we're well aware. Of are, how ridiculous he, do we have the a, intro is he volunteering for the producer job? Chris. He, he might be, yeah. but there's a bit, maybe he's missing the irony in the, in just the continued hilarity of saying it with me tonight. Yeah. We, we understand. There's
0: so <laughs> we, cause th- 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 when Chris dropped off the first week back, we were like, uh, so what are we going to do? Cause, no, you right. do it. No, you do it. No, you yeah. do it. And then I just went into it and that's where mm-hmm. we're at. So, mm-hmm. okay. On the podcast itself, great work, great sound quality and editing, fun topics well, too. So... <clears throat> This is the, this was blows me away to this day. Like, and, and I've always said this to you guys, to, to you and Chris, but you, the, the way we do it is, uh, makes the sound quality so good. I was listening to a podcast. The guy's been doing it for five years now. He's starting to call, charge for his podcast, which I'm sort of ugh, gross about, but, um, I couldn't understand his guest His guest was on the phone or something and the sound quality wasn't good. I'm like, if you're going to take the time to record for an hour and interview this guy about you know this this the event that he did make it so that your audience can hear i was i was disappointed uh and he'd been doing this like i said for five years it's like and then another podcast which i have listened to and they've been going for five years one of the one of the people drifted on them like at, it was all this like the audio was it's weird i don't know drifted it mean? drifted like by the end of it they were talking over each other because one of the
1: tracks like oh oh
0: they got a sync. D- d- yeah, yeah that because these computers, they run. I mean, we record together and then I send my track to Randy and he splices them together. But mm-hmm. like you've said, my track will be shorter or longer than yours sometimes by milliseconds. But over an hour and a half long podcast, it yep. drifted enough where there was all these awkward pauses. Yep. And, and so
1: it's a strange phenomenon, people. And people don't believe you because, but you have to understand that computers don't have magical timers in them, they have clocks, right? And it's not—it's not even so much the clock. It's the there's there's specific clock chips for the audio devices, and if they miss cycles, all of a sudden, you know, a CD right is like forty-four point one thousand hertz or something, you know, samples per second. But that's the rate at which it plays. If it—if you record x number of samples. And it happens that time slips a little while you're recording. You still put that many samples inside of a second when you... Ex- anyway, anyway. Yeah, long yeah, with yeah. It. So, yes. I get your recording. I get my recording. I have to goof with it a little bit to line up the beginning and the end. And it's usually off by about... How much is it off by? It's usually off by about half a second. Yeah, that's not that much, but it would be
0: noticeable. Like, it would be an o- oh, yeah, awkward would, pause, or we'd be talking over each other and stuff, and yeah. we already do enough of that. Um. I've read ahead in his email here. Uh he he does look forward to stories of how you're getting to work with your broken collarbone. <laughs> which uh, how are you getting to work, you dummy? I'm riding my bike. Oh, you moron.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I really listen, hope you don't get yourself hurt, but if I mean it's so li- be- listen, who's yeah? Okay. Let's come out in the open with oh, this. Oh, you right? wanna
0: you debate the driving versus No the- no, I'm not
1: well, yeah, driving's terrible. You shouldn't be driving, it's awful. You're all gonna get killed driving your cars or kill someone else terrible but that's not what i wanted to talk about (sighs) i you know i took the week off so i had surgery tuesday i didn't go back to work till the following monday Mm -hmm. and i wasn't sure how i was gonna get there i was maybe gonna get a ride until like sunday came around and i said you know what this feels pretty good everything's (laughs) held together i feel okay so i took one of my bikes i lowered the seat (laughs) flipped the brake over to the left side it was like a single speed bike and i said right arm is I said, I can ride this because I I dropped this thing down. I have my feet flat on the ground. I will take it slow. I'll just ride along the sidewalks because my office is only a few miles from here. And uh, I I don't see why there would be any better way. It's the greatest. Like, I can toddle along to work at at a nice pace. It's faster than walking. Doesn't take any more energy. And I can get there. Okay, well. That's good that you're on the sidewalk. So don't take it easy with
0: going into the woods and.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. If you like get some to some snow ride and ice, maybe the woods, so. well,
0: <laughs> you shouldn't be riding one. You had surgery. less than a week ago. go are riding a bike. And <laughs> That's <collarbone>. right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, some interesting f- facts here. Uh, he, he he. I guess he he's been binge listening because he's trying to catch up on episodes. Oh, yeah, okay. and he was. <laughs> He said, he's finally up to date. Uh, uh, And he was going to send us notes, but the stuff's been too out of date. He says, I'm finally caught up. By the way, nice to see you made it over the hump of losing Chris. The first couple of episodes after he left were a bit rough. (laughs) Yeah. That's fun Uh, memories. The word game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The word game. The word game. (laughs) I'm glad we didn't double down on that thing. Uh, We got a good Uh, rhythm. Yeah. You know what else we stopped doing? Oh, we stopped talking at lunchtime. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. So now we we save it for the show. Um, yeah. And we counterbalance each other on some topics, on various topics, but thank you. Okay. But here we go. Uh, and I'm sort of ad-libbing because, uh, Chris and Randy, you obviously have been friends with some history. So I'm going to, I'm abridging some of this. This isn't word for word, but, uh, so, uh, Chris has daughters, 11 and 13. It's fun to listen about the hurdles that have already passed. A couple episodes mm-hmm. back in December, it's now February, almost March tomorrow. I listened to touched on a topic I was going to request we delve into anyway, then I'm hoping you can delve into it some more. Your daughters may not be old enough for you to have a lot of comments, so you may have to put off the topic for a couple of years. Hopefully you'll still be doing this in a couple of years. <laughs> um We may go to like a seven out of eight weeks thing. I kind of like the week break. Okay. Episodes 142 and 43 touched, no pun intended, the consent topic. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Having two girls with all that is going on in the world these days with Trump's comments and women, the general topic, equal pay for equal work, and all topics female rights and equally related, I've tried to take a step back and look at how I interact with the girls and women in my life. I am frequently under verbal attack from my daughters about why there aren't more girls doing this or that, whether that be not enough women in politics, playing professional football, professional women's sports on prime TV. Oh boy, my computer just shut off. Uh, uh, girl's not the main character in more books or movies. The list goes on and on. So on the consent topic, I will try to write this without sounding creepy. Hmm. <laughs> do you ever give your daughter a hug when they don't want one? I do, but should I be? Do I, I do it as a bit of affection and the same? Wow. This is interesting. Um, And the same with my wife. For example, sometimes I give my wife a hug and she just gives me one of those, go away, you pest type of comments. The question, (laughs) does that, sometimes I do more than hug. The question, does that set them to accept interactions later in life that they may not want from boys and later men? Is it okay to give them that hug when they say, go away, dad, or that kiss on the cheek when they prefer not to get one? Pretty loosely, I thought I was doing this in good fun, but now I wonder if I'm perpetuating women's tolerance of men's bad behavior. Hmm. Okay. So,
1: Hmm. Oh, but it, it,
0: it, no, you're going to like this next part. I don't yeah. require them to give hug to relatives or anyone else. Remember hating this as a kid. I know you've yeah, mentioned the that worst. before. <laughs> um, is giving your hugs and related gestures without a uh, can do things like unconscious bias. And thus, uh, as both of you have boys, I'll also be curious about how your interaction with your daughters and wife impact your place in the world. While we may tell our children, no means no and convey that. To them, the California yes means less. Okay, I'm not going to really delve into the yes means yes law or whatever. Uh, and there's some craziness in there that I don't, I kind of think is beyond the, uh, purview I, don't of the, show, the but I don't know anything about it, the yes means yes. I forget, I don't even remember, but it, there, it's that one dude that got off like with no. Anyways, bad stuff. But what do our actions say? Don't get me started on the sexual innuendo that is on TV and other sources. I knew there's a lot, before, but now, being a parent of daughters, amazing how pervasive it is and the messages. Or am I just overthinking the whole thing? I do often want to move to a remote island off the coast of Maine to get away from it all. Um, <laughs> Mount Desert Island. I want to run a right. Ra- there's a race up there. I want to run. You know.
1: Okay. Are you done? Is it? Over? There's
0: one more thing, but I will. This, this, it's not related to this. So we'll, we'll. we'll... All
1: right. First, working backwards. Yeah, this is heavy. Uh, I I don't like the term overthinking. I really enjoy overthinking things.
0: Or I know what he just. I know what, I know what the. I know what he's saying though, and
1: nah, that's what I was gonna. I'm kind of uh, what. All right, I, mean, we, on, yeah, I, don't, I don't understand what you're saying. So, as for I mean, f- first I would expand it. I know we're interested in the the topic of 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 women, but I think that the one of the big issues there is that we end up. Um, isolating them specifically when it can be expanded as a general topic, you know. Uh, so, consent works both ways, obviously, and it, the whole idea of hugging and and kid stuff. So, one of the, the first thing that popped into my head while you were telling the story, right, is an incident which maybe I told on the show or not between my son and one of, we'll just say, one of his relatives, right? So, one of his relatives an older relative so not like a, a cousin or but like you know someone older and bigger and stronger than him thought it would be fun to tickle him right and he didn't like it right it it had passed the point where he was he was never interested in it it got well past that point very quickly and the relative kept doing it like was forcing it on him kind of thing to the point where he was screaming, no, stop, no, stop at them, and they weren't stopping, right? And I was in the other room, you know, and basically, as soon as I heard the distress in his voice, I came in the room, let's just say, ready to do some damage, right? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully... It halted, right, as I arrived, and I had, I had a few words, right? But – A slap? The, the, there were – yeah. Maybe there should have been, right? Uh, other throwback, <laughs> but yeah. Go. Like, right, yeah, to the, the commercial, right? The show. Uh, <laughs> the slap was a show, remember? All right, right. right. <laughs>
0: That's but, way back. Chris was on then. Okay, go on.
1: <laughs> Sorry. So, I mean, I think it was a fair application of like, look, you think this is – fun and games and hilarious but he did not and it should have been clear to you that this should never have started or at least gone past the point where he said no the first time and to me that's kind of an important lesson it's like he's just because he's a boy he's no exception right we shouldn't do it to boys we shouldn't do it to girls we shouldn't do it to men we shouldn't do it to women whatever and it's 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 just a it's a power thing so it just happens right That, and I'm not a woman, so I can't fully understand this, but I think there's, women end up in obviously a position of lesser power when it's one-on-one or when they're in public and they're alone and they can feel more vulnerable, right? And then that gets taken advantage of. And, And then it gets shrugged off by the person that, of course, has the power because they don't see it. They can't empathize. Like, oh, you're just, you're blowing this out of proportion. I didn't mean anything by it. or just words. I'm just, you know, and obviously we could all get along better if if we had more empathy. So, but back to, you know, his point, the specifics around your own kids, your own family, sneaking in some hugs, that sort of thing. I, I suppose I would take a slightly different position there. It's It's your family, right? You know them better than anyone else. Right. You're going to mess around with them from time to time. You kind of know like uh, when they're goofing around or when they're really angry with you. Have I done some – I mean even tonight. You know, my daughter gets really bipolar with her moods, Mm -hmm. right? One second it's you're the greatest person in the world. The next second it's get out of my room. I hate you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And – did I kind of sneak in there and give her a little goodnight hug anyway as I left? You know, I did. Yeah. And I, do I wish that she kind of gave me a hug back and, you know, gave me a kiss goodnight? I do. She didn't. Did I get mad at her about it? No. And I, I think that's kind of, that's one of the important things. I don't want to make her feel bad about not doing it. Uh. But I don't feel like my giving her a sneaky little hug was being too invasive.
0: Maybe it is, right? Nah, Maybe. See, so, so my take on this is, I don't know. It's, it's not, it's not, I just want to, I don't want to sound like I'm just the guy brushing it off, right? And, you know, exerting mm-hmm. my power over them. But some of it is, I think intent and the intent is not the same with your family. And, and I think, Sometimes you do have to, you, you know, part of the reconciliation for disagreement with you know people that are close to you is physical contact, and some of it is a hug. Like, okay, I, you know, we we we're we're at odds here on this, but we still love each other, and so I'm still gonna give you the same hug that I would have given you mm, if we weren't.
1: But you can ask for it, I guess. Yeah.
0: Now, happen. now there have been times, and there have been times when my wife will give me a hard time, and like, you, you know, whatever, and she's, <laughs> she, but but I, and. You know, having been married 15 years, I know when, I know she's just not really saying it. And I know when she's really right. saying, like, you get the hell out of here. I'm going to, or this is going to get even worse. Like, we, I need my space right now from you. And, uh, you know, so, so I, I, I know how to read the nonverbal cues as well as the verbal cues that I'm getting. Um, yeah. And if there's a plate flying at my head, uh, or a, you know, pan. Well, now, bed, so he there. has but, an
1: 11 and 13 year old. Right? Yeah. And he's- yeah. See, this uh, is also
0: this is. It, if you recall, that was be, like beyond the age where it started to be different right. as far as like the physical contact with the the genders.
1: Well, I'm not saying there's anything sexual about it. I, I'm just no no, saying no, no, I know it's, it's, it's yeah, a different it's age, that. different yeah. age category that we <laughs> don't yet understand. Right. I have a, a niece that's older yeah. than that now, yeah. and, and it's certainly a uh, um, a challenge to. It, it, you get much more verbal, right? I think is. A lot of it. I, I do a lot more talking with my kids about what I would like. You know, it, it, we, we'll talk through it. You know, I'd really like to have a hug at night. It would make me feel sad if, if you're going to just tell me to leave without my, yeah. you know, without giving me a hug night. It would just make me feel happier. But if you don't want to, that's okay. You know, maybe we can try again tomorrow. It's a, it's a bit of the, I want to make sure they understand how I feel, but I don't want to pressure them into doing something they don't want to do. Um, that said again, so let me, let me ask this, this point directly. Do you think yep. that that,
0: if, if you, if you say, if you force, hmm, let me ask it this two different ways. If I force my seven year old or my five year old daughter to give me a hug, good night, or I mm-hmm. strongly encourage it, or, uh, do you think I'm perpetuating women's <laughs> tolerance a, of men's bad behavior? Do you think I'm exerting a gender, situation there.
1: That's a really difficult one to understand.
0: Yeah, that's Antics. a really hard question. Now let me ask in my next question. Yeah. My 13 year old daughter, am I p- perpetuating a me- a tolerance of men's bad behavior? Maybe. I see I would this is this is what I this is how I think I would answer that. With my daughters, they don't if I were to do if I were to treat my wife like that in front of them, like no, you get over here and you make me hug, or you know that makes more sense. Sitting on the yeah. couch while she's vacuuming under my feet and be like, "Hey, yeah, uh, yo, get me a beer and a <laughs> you know sandwich." If the, and if if I was unwilling to mm-hmm. participate in some of the, and I hate all this these these gender Household roles duties. or whatever, right? Yeah. You know, if I was not, you know, if like I said, like if I oh thanks, my dinner's ready and. My wife's probably rolling her eyes listening to this, being like, "That's what you do, do." Uh, <laughs> uh, um, but uh, I don't think I've ever That's yelled exactly for a beer and a sandwich. Goes, yeah. um, but I think uh, you know, she was recently heard uh, that that kids need what it's it's kids. Kids don't need commands; they need examples or something like that, right? So they yeah. need uh, you know, they need model role model models or something, basically. You know, have to model the behavior that you want to see Mm -hmm. your
1: kids expect, and uh, so yeah. I think I agree with where you're going with this. I think doing something to them directly has far, I mean, I mean, like exponentially less impact than if they see you doing it to someone else. Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be like your wife. If you mistreat a you know waitress or something, or just oh yeah, absolutely. Any 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 behavior they can witness. Gets absorbed much more. Right. right. again, I am not a doctor or anything, but I, I think that gets picked up far more quickly than something you do directly to them. Sure. Uh, yeah. No, I don't, I, I don't, I know mean, how to obviously, translate. if you're
0: like, what are you, what are you doing, Sally? That's a, you know, that's a, a, a boys Lego set or that's a screwdriver. Right. Go put that down and pick up a broom. Now, you know, <laughs> that, that, yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I'm seeing that happen already. And I I mentioned, I think, on the last show when my son was like, No, that's a boys' Lego set. And I was like, Whoa, what are you talking about? And there's other things that were said. Um, You know, it's, it's, and it's unfortunate, but it's little nuanced things. And it it is, it's pervasive uh, for sure. I don't know how to fix it. (laughs) Yeah. So, (laughs) so I think the,
1: the bigger concern sort of round this out, right? Yeah. If there's, if there's an action you want to take to address this, the, or any of these concerns, really, I think your bigger problem is the things that are happening around them that you don't see. I mean, we're work all day they're at school. Mm. They're witnessing all kinds of behaviors that we don't get to influence of their peers dealing with each other, other adults dealing with each other, teachers dealing with other teachers, who knows? And probably the worst behaviors they're going to witness are from their peers dealing with each other and what, the boys are doing to the girls that right. they're friends with right. Uh, for whatever reason, maybe because of what they're, the way their parents act right. and you're not going to be there because no. you're just not. And so, <laughs> so probably the, the number one thing you can do is, is literally just talking to them about all of those different situations and about your concerns and about, you know, Literally, just the things you're worried about. Like, I, you know, I'm, I'm worried that you might run into these situations. And I have you done it? Has it happened before? And what did you think? And right. how did you deal with and, it? And I, yeah. So,
0: this is, this also will come, you know, you're going to come full circle back on this is why I wouldn't, I won't let my son wrestle with the, you know, girl. And, and <laughs> you know, we, we disagreed on this, but it, it comes down to me, like, I don't, Want that behavior being modeled, but as an okay or an acceptable for him to ever be in a situation where, and again, he's now nine, going on ten, which is the age group where a lot of people said that they started changing. This was, well, I don't want for- him being in a situation where he thinks it's okay to exert his physical dominance over. Uh, uh, well,
1: yes, but the place where we diverged on this is yeah. that I think you you skipped out on the the super critical detail, which was. It's okay as long as it's consenting. Yeah, I know. And I, I'm shaking as, my head and roll my eyes because yeah.
0: that was implied. I mean, I assumed that consent
1: was there, but I still I'm and, like – And mm. you've, you know, done some – put some thought into seeing whether or not it, – it, it's, yeah. you know, it's not enough to say you have some you – know, you're a sixth grader and some second grade girl comes up and says, I want you to tackle me. And you say, all right, you asked for it. You know, like, yeah. that's ridiculous for not using your brain. Yeah. So, um, yes. He – my
0: screensaver set so short on this. I, the other thing he did touch on here was, uh, um, which I did want to comment on, is something he said about popular media. What was the thing? I uh, tried to see, uh, look how I interact with it. Um, uh, I don't know. I forget here. Uh, I'm sorry. This is terrible. It's great story. <laughs> Oh, oh, here it is. Here it is. While we may tell our children no means to... Okay, yeah. But what do our actions say? That's what I think is important, right? And what are we modeling? What behavior are we modeling? And don't get me started on the sexual in you. I know this in TV and the other sources. I knew there was a lot before. Not So it, to me, I go and I'm like, that Lemonade song by Beyonce and the lyrics that come out of Beyonce's, like in her song, they're so misogynistic. They're so... And, and I know she's a woman, but even... So I don't even know what the opposite of that would be where... She, but the the rap music and the pop music, a lot of it is very misogynistic. And <laughs> the, the TV music. shows nah, you, you, I, well, I don't know what you want me to say the rap music. I it's just funny. Yeah. Go listen. I mean, they are hilarious. Not hilariously in the, in the in a funny sense, but like so over the top misogynistic, it's crazy. And to think that, you know, I don't play Snoop Dogg in my uh yeah. In my house. But, you know, that's – and that's what – and some of the other stuff, I mean – and now I think I think we're overcorrecting a
1: little bit with some of this well, th- like that's stuff. that's why we've, we've got to be based in reality here, right? That's why it's got to be talked about and said. Yeah. And you can't isolate them and say this is the way it is and then it's always going to be and this is the way you must behave. It's got to be sprinkled with the, oh, yeah, and guess what? By the way, that's not reality. Mm. Lots of people right. don't behave this way. Right. You're going to encounter people that think this you're going to encounter people that say these things to you yeah, and expect these things of you. And this is how you should react. I think you just need, you know, you need to be clear.
0: The discernment, the discernment is hard, but, and and then I I watched a uh, little, one of these little, like, you know, three or four minute videos recently about a guy talking about friends, the show friends and how it was such a popular show and how much they talked about pornography on the show and how much they talked about, you know, women, this and all, you know, all this stuff. But, and, just conquests of men over women and all the girlfriends and, you know, Seinfeld's another one, just all the women that went through that show. And, you know, they always had new girlfriends and it was just always like these, these very shallow relationships where they're not, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not not rewarding. They're not fulfilling for the people that are involved, but that's what we, they were consensual. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. uh, Well, I think they were all, I I never watched friends, but (laughs) yeah, they did an episode mm -hmm. on, (laughs) come on. Well, no, there, there was a couple of upset women on Seinfeld that walked out in uh, mm. angry situations. She he didn't even know, know her name, in one of them. Oh uh, uh, yeah, 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 Mulva, Mulva. Right. yeah,
1: Dolores. I remember that one. Uh, I mean, just, so we Dolores? laugh?
0: It's kind of funny, but it's satire, and it's some stuff that we can discern mm-hmm. where, you know, uh, the kids, the younger kids can't. So, um, but then again, we become desensitized to it too. So. Yeah, I'm glad you know, uh, Chris. I'm glad you're listening. I'm glad you're paying attention. I'm glad you're thinking about this stuff. I don't. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I do think that at a point we would get paralyzed by you know indecision and and we can not overthink things where we don't just act naturally and we don't act in a way that seems. Genuine. And if we make mistakes, they're genuine mistakes. I think it's worthwhile being, I think it's worthwhile being vulnerable with our family, with each other, and uh, with us. You know, you got to talk to us. But that's,
1: that's the closer to all that. I mean, that is the conversation you have with your kids about it. Yeah. It's like, and, and I had a, on the consent episodes we talked about, I talked to my kids about this a lot. Like, look, you can tell them outright, I don't know what the right answer is here. You're going to run into people that I've never, Run into you're going to have situ situations are going to come up where I can't help you and you won't I I can't prepare you for right I just I just yeah you need to be able to make a good judgment call right and you can always give them an out if you don't know what to do go to another room give me a call etc whatever I'll always be happy to pick you up kind of thing and this is kind of on a different topic but um. Did you see the Maybe. X thing,
0: the the X something or other X? I saw the, the video going about around. That. I read I the saw. article, it's, and it's a pretty cool thing, right? If any time your kid and I'm planning to have this conversation with my kids, and and Chris's kids are getting to the age now where they could be put in situations where, I mean, I know there are 11 year old kids that are you know drinking alcohol and stuff, and 13 for sure, and they're put in situations where their peer pressure is, uh. Overwhelming to a point where mm-hmm. they, it, it's going to affect their social status if they don't cave to the demands that are being put upon them and in situations that they're not comfortable. They're not ready for. Um, so the idea was that they could just, uh, text. Their somebody in their family, you know, somebody in their circle of agreement here, was to text the letter X, and then that person has to immediately call you back and say, right. "Oh, there's a situation at home. I need to come pick you up right now. Uh We need to, you know, uh, I'm sorry to make you leave your friends and all this stuff." So they 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 get out without having the social stigma of having to say no and oh, i do not comfortable with this and leaving, right. and then they get rescued. And then there's like some, you know, the person doesn't have to tell you, they do have to, you know, and it can be anywhere and, and you have to be, you know, willing to go get the person and then not talk about it or talk about it or whatever, so.
1: They're not automatically um, grounded for six months?
0: <laughs> well, like, it it didn't get into all that, but I, I think that would be uh, a problem <laughs> to put a punishment on it um, if they're, yeah. you know. So uh yeah, no, it's it's a good idea. I I will try I'll maybe I can find the link for that thing and, and put it in here. Uh X it's, thing it's, um know. But yeah I
1: don't know. It's a stage I think obviously the consent issue becomes more um you know, his question was related to, his question was a little less deep less worrisome than this was just around how much am I affecting their um, perception by doing these little things here and there, not like really worried about them being in actual trouble later. So, yeah. oh no, that, I know. I, we, we've. I, and, and again, I don't know okay. the answer. I think I think the better is just the better thing to do is just to have those conversations. And mm-hmm. if, if your daughters are already bugging you about where are all the women, I think that's fantastic. Like, yeah, if they're noticing, yeah, obviously it's not your fault, right? But you can have answers for them. You can say, look, uh, I think it's. For X, Y, and Z. You know, personally, I think it's because of historically perpetuated stereotypes and parents that uh, don't nudge their kids in directions like that. And, you know, some nature versus nurture. We can get into that whole conversation. You taught a Raspberry Pi class recently. There was, what, one girl yeah, in it, two, you said? Two. yeah, Two girls in it. Two out of ten. And Eleven. Yeah. Is, is that because they're not interested or is it because their parents didn't think they would be interested or is it because the parents weren't interested? And yeah. Or it is because they didn't think girls would be interested, so they didn't bother even. And it's not even like, I didn't or, sign you or up. Is it I a, didn't tell you about it. Or, or you didn't know about it because we avoid those things. It can be very subtle. Yeah. Or a girl
0: wants to do it, but doesn't have any friends doing it. Right? So it's one right. of those right. peer pressure things. Uh, to me, I'm... Oh, what was I going to say about this? Oh, I'm less concerned about some of the answers as to why the situation it is to... No, in lieu of if you want to do whatever gender thing that Mm -hmm. is not the norm quotes everywhere on that then do it now i don't think you know i don't think it's helpful to tell your 13 year old daughter yeah they can go be a linebacker in the nfl like that's not that's not a reality, and right. um, you know, this is not. There a, are some yeah. physical limitations, yeah, that are going to come yeah, into play, right? So, uh, and you won't, you wouldn't want that, anyways, but um, because they wouldn't be able to walk after they don't don't their, encourage but,
1: your sons to play football. Yeah, there.
0: right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and you can we can get into the whole. I don't really think really think we need to get into the whole sports ball debate. That's been there's all kinds of debates about women's sports versus men's sports and prime time TV and where the money is and all that stuff. I I I think that's sort of that's a tighter circle that will eventually start. And there are cracks in that starting to happen in some of the more the less profile sports. Um, but I think it's going to be long-distance
1: running. You're talking about,
0: you yeah. well, there are some measures in some of the, well, yeah, one of them is, yeah, <laughs> I know that running people are trying to make more things more equal with, with payouts, but, um, again, but it's not that way. And, and, yeah oh sure so uh, here's the here's the thing a guy i was listening to this podcast where the guy says i make all these videos i put all these videos up and and i'm very careful about women i do i did this one race and it was i did the women's race i did the men's race the men's race got two million hits the women's race i you know i didn't get any of the hits it's like he's like i did both but i don't get the same amount of attention on the women's race and why why is that what
1: well it's but we're looking you're looking at the tail end and this is it needs to be bootstrapped, right? This is – people People shrug it off and go, well, it's just – we can't fix it because it's not the way it is. I did what you asked, and I'm not going to bother doing it anymore. And, yeah, we right. can't force yeah. – it, it's really hard to come at it. Like we had the Title IX stuff a long time ago. I remember yeah. in, in college, it's like the, the women's sports have to get equal money kind of thing. Yeah. And, and the result of that was they canceled a bunch of the boys' teams. Right. That's like a zero-sum
0: game. I don't, I don't,
1: because it yeah. was a zero-sum game because yeah. they basically said – well, if we have to spend equal money, then all we're going to do is spend 100% of the boys' money on football and cancel all the other sports. Right. Because that's where we make money from all the attendance. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay, that sort of backfired on us. Now, I'm not saying their intentions weren't good. It was just implemented poorly because you're you're trying to sort of uh staunch the bleeding after the fact when you got to start. It's a bad analogy, but it's got to start <laughs> earlier. If you're actually interested in getting girls and women involved in things that we think they're lacking in and breaking down those stereotypes, it has to happen when they're kids. Like, it has to happen. And then you got to wait a generation or two or three. So it's going to take a heck of a lot of time before you see results.
0: I'm I'm less interested in why – not, it's a, it's an, it's an exercise. It's a worthwhile exercise. I'm not saying it's not, but I'm less interested in saying, why are we, why is the situation like it is versus, well, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to be a software engineer? Right. You, you know, didn't go right, do but, it, but don't but worry I, about why I, there I, aren't any other ones. Go do what you yeah, want to yeah.
1: do. So, yeah. But I think there is, I think it's still valid to, you know, do a bit of the affirmative action type stuff in, in the sense that it needs to be kickstarted. Right in the sense that there are hurdles to overcome, yeah. In the fact that there there aren't that they don't exist in certain categories, and, and the same is true in reverse too, right? There's like there's careers that are dominated by women that w- when men go into them, it's it's strange, you know. We kind of yeah. Ooh, you're a male nurse, right? It's like well, that's – yeah. It's becoming and literally that's like the one example I can think of. Yeah. If if some if some dude told you he wanted to be a nurse. 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Like what would people say to him? It,
0: like, yeah, I mean, there's a the whole movie that meet the parents. The guy's a nurse and the whole movie is making fun right. of him. Cause he's
1: a nurse. There's a whole movie making fun right. of him because it's yeah. societal, right? Right. It's like, hey, you right. Sissy. Right. It's like, we, yeah. wait a minute. We're doing the exact same thing. And so what would happen? Dudes don't want to be Nurses. They just won't do it because no, right. it's like that's just not what we do. That's, a, that's no. They want to be jump. the
0: CIA guy that that the other male character in the movie is. The that's right, is and the, they built yeah. it up. So yeah. He, yeah, he's, and he's all the winner. cool and yeah, yeah, tough and you know, right.
1: It's ridiculous, right? So you got <laughs> exactly this is the portrayal of a yeah,
0: nurse is making mistakes everywhere, burning
1: things down, <laughs>
0: getting the cat lost. Yeah, uh, right. and we're, and we're laughing about it, but it, it <laughs> happens. In bo- it happens in in both directions. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, and what's worse about that, of course, is they're basically uh portraying the the nurse in general as being subpar you know being a lesser yeah profession and its stereotyped as being primarily women so here we are like like that's where it comes from it yeah. just perpetuates because people think it's funny they keep doing it it's funnier it gets funnier because now it's it's is the way it is so yeah you have to you got to kickstart it a little bit Right, you're gonna have to. If you step into an area, if they get an idea that they might want to try it, you might have to push them a little harder. You might have to fight a few more battles. You might have to deal with some blowback from wherever you know, from other groups saying they shouldn't be there. Yeah. Uh, you might have to recruit some of their friends to do it with them. Um, yeah, and but I, I think, think it's I think it's worth trying.
0: Yeah, I, but I think in some of the cases, you might expect that, but you won't get that. Right.
1: Like, hopefully, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. And 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 obviously, it's better not to be so reactionary when you do run into it. I mean, yeah. It, see, again, my my ridiculously dopey example of all this, you know, my my privileged life is my pink phone case. Right. Ooh. No, I'm <laughs> Just <boy>. stepping on <laughs> stepping over so many gender yeah, stereotypes right, there, right. and I I get a lot of flack for it. And it I don't get angry at people. Right. I could see. I could see cases where people would get angry about it, but why can't I have one? What's wrong with you? And then you you attack the person who's sort of, you know, instead I think it's it's a little bit entertaining, right? I, I give them, try to put some humor into it. But it's blow that up a hundredfold, and that's probably like every woman's life uh, that we can't possibly understand. Right.
0: Yeah, and and like i said i'm starting to see some of it come through on uh some of the things my kids say and stuff and she's like whoa what? you know i'm like and like i said with the raspberry pi class and just it's mm-hmm. it's uh a, it's a, it's just it's sad it's a challenge it's kind of an interesting whole thing there's all kinds of interesting stuff i think i think it's just going to get more and more like this as our kids get older and then things get more complicated for them um you know i i I hope that my daughters have the other opportunity that my son does. Is it a reality that they will? No. I mean, you know when he, <laughs> when you get down to it, it's not going to be, so we have to have to work around that too. You have to work around not, you know, you have to going to you're going to have to be ready to handle a situation where someone is condescending to you because of who because you're a girl and uh you know you have to you have to empower your daughters with that. Um you know, right. it's not a, I, I am privileged. We are privileged. We are the, the, you know, the privileged skin color, right? So I don't have to deal with that, uh, bias, but, um, the gender thing is, is, is going to be something that I have to be aware of and cognizant of. So, mm hmm. Paige Newell, shout out to you from one Randy James. She is psyched to hear her name in the same sentence as you. Somebody famous because <laughs> we do podcasts. Is that his daughter? I guess so, yeah. Okay. yeah. Just, she's listening sh- to? Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. So Paige, oh boy, you can deep. feel free to write in, dads dadsbeingdads.com, and uh, give us your viewpoint on any of your life experiences. Should we recap all the sex talk? Is that a good time for this now? Uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and we didn't talk about, and uh, yeah, and we didn't get into the Elf on the Shelf either. So,
1: um, uh, Oh, that was in his
0: letter? No, 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 it wasn't in his letter. But if we have children listening...
1: Oh, I see. Yeah, we don't want
0: to. No spoilers. <laughs> we didn't get into it. We had a lot of subjects. This was a long email. Thanks for writing in, Chris and Paige. And uh, yeah, we can get into all the other stuff we have for uh, – we had notes on for uh, – we talk about all the fun things we did over uh, winter vacation. So we got a lot of content for you next week. Feel free yes, to write week. into <laughs> us anyways, <laughs> though, and uh, cue the music.